Hey everybody and welcome to On The Shelf, a program that is dedicated to helping you get your products on the shelf of a major big box retailer. I am your host, Tim Bush, and our program is presented by TLB Consulting, where we have been helping clients just like you get their products on the shelves of major big box retailers for the past six years. Welcome to the program. We are so happy that you're here and that you've decided to become a part of On The Shelf. This is our sixth episode, and man, we have just had some really, really great feedback. We're super excited that uh, the information that we're disseminating to you is making a difference, and that you're finding it useful, and it's getting you just that much closer to getting your product to where it needs to be. So to that end, we want to continue with that. We want to continue to give you information that's going to help you in your journey. And today we're going to have part two of our pricing series. Now, last time we talked about program costs and the costs that you need to build into your pricing, whether the retailer tells you that or not. If you haven't listened to that, you might want to listen to that first before you listen to this one. But today we're going to cover two different topics. We're going to cover your retail and we're going to cover your landed raw cost. So starting out, we're going to hit right at the top. We're going to go for your retail. And retail is a fluid word. It's not everybody. It doesn't mean the same to everybody. So you have manufacturer suggested retail price. You have uh, retail. You have suggested retail. What does it all really mean? So here you go. You want to know what it means? I'm going to tell you. What it means is at its largest, at its most expensive, what do you suggest retailers sell their pro your product for? What do you think your product's really worth? Now, it doesn't mean that everybody's going to sell it at that price. It doesn't mean that that's going to be the price that you see it at uh, in Walgreens or Bed Bath & Beyond. No, this is your suggestion. You are suggesting to the retailer how much you think that they should charge for your product. And this is generally going to be the price that you try to sell your product for on your own website. And it should be the most expensive of all the different price points that you're going to put out there. Manufacturer suggested retail price should be at the very top so that retailers can discount off that. You can show discount off of it. And, you know, for instance, if you go to Amazon, sometimes you might see manufacturer suggested retail price, $19.99. Amazon's price, $16.99 on sale for $12.99, okay? So, now that you understand manufacturer suggested retail price, how do you actually come up with that? You could just take your cost times seven and get close, but that's not really going to, that's not really logical, and it's not really strategic. Before you can decide what your product's going to cost, you really need to find out what folks are willing to pay for it. What are they paying for like-minded products? Uh, what are like products close to yours selling for on the market? What is the low? What is the high? What is the median price point? You got to do some research. You got to do some due diligence. You can't just say, I think my product's worth $59.99 and I don't care what anybody else says. I recently had a client that handed me off their pricing and they told me straight up, I made these prices up. I simply made them up. I don't have any, they're not based on anything. I haven't done any due diligence. I haven't looked at the market. I haven't looked at my competition. I haven't looked at anything. I made it up. Well, at least he was honest. 
Okay, so it gives me a good place to start from. So what I have to do then is I have to do the due diligence. I have to go to the to the grocery store and I got to see what the other products that are in this category are selling for. I got to see where the threshold is. Okay, what are re, uh, consumers willing to pay? And is this product where does it fall? So if the consumers are willing to pay, let's say between five ninety nine and twelve ninety nine for any one product, then I got to take a look at where does my product fall in that range? Is it high high end? Is it middle? Is it low end? Should it be lower than the low? Should it be higher than the high? It all depends on what the product is and what kind of niche it has and what its uniques are. Sometimes strategically, you might need to price it just a bit higher than the high price. Because, And I'll tell you why. And, and this is something that really happened. I had a, a cookware company that had a high-end cookware. It didn't have the name all clad. So people aren't really going to recognize that. People already take a look at AllClad and they know that it's high-end. So instead of trying to be less expensive than AllClad, my suggestion was just to be slightly higher than AllClad. Because then it begs the question, AllClad is this much and AllClad is at the top. So why is this product higher? Is it better? It has to be better because it's priced a little bit more. Now, if you would have taken the stance of pricing it a little bit lower then people are going to step up and say, well, I don't know this brand. It's a little bit less expensive. I'm going to pay the extra couple bucks and get all clad. Do you see what I'm saying here? Hey, big boxers. Just a quick announcement from TLB Consulting. Are you looking to scale your business this year? Are you looking to get your products on the shelf of a retailer this year? Well, guess what? Booking a coaching call with me has never been easier. I know based on the past 10 years of working with clients that it can be difficult to be a solopreneur. It can be difficult to scale your business into territory that you've never been to. That's why I have opened up more slots this year than I've ever done before. One of my goals this year is to work with more clients, more solopreneurs, more big boxers looking to get their products into retail than ever before. I want to work directly with you and share my experiences over the last 25 years of getting products into retail. I want to share those experiences with you. I want to talk to you from a place of somebody who's been there and I want to help you get to where I've gone. Like I said, it's never been easier. All you have to do is go to tlbconsulting.com, click on consulting, and then choose the time or the bundle that you want and get it scheduled. Let's kick off 2020 with a bang. Let's get you the information that you need. I'm looking forward to meeting you. So you can't just pick a price for your product. You really have to take a look at it. You have to do some due diligence. You have to check the market. You have to see where the thresholds are. And then you have to figure out where your product fits in the threshold. And then you put that into your pricing model and see if it works. Okay? Which leads us to our next topic, which is landed raw cost. In order for you to do any kind of a pricing strategy, duh, right? You need to know what you're going to pay for your product or what your product costs. And you need to know what really goes into your actual, quote-unquote, cost of your product. 
It's not the kitchen sink, folks. You can't just toss everything in there. Well, you know, I'm going to put uh, legal fees in there, and I'm going to put uh, I'm going to put my utility bill in there, and I'm going to put my uh, rent in there. No, sorry, sorry to tell you, landed raw cost. Use the think of the word raw. The very beginning, the beginning stage, raw cost is what you pay for the product. It's what you pay the manufacturer with nothing built in what you pay for your product. Landed means you add into it what it costs to get it to you. So, for instance, if your raw cost for a product from China is $10, and then it's an additional $2 to bring it across the water through customs to your doorstep, then your landed raw cost of that product is $12. Okay? So... You see what I'm what I'm getting at here. This is not a place for you to build stuff in. You don't want to drive up the cost of your product trying to have your product pay for your cost of doing business. Cost of doing business comes out on a different line item. Now, additionally, there are some things that you can build into your cost that you might not be thinking of. If you're taking a product to Costco, for instance, you're going to need a pallet display. It's going to need to be beautiful. It's going to need to be awesome. And so there's a cost to that. That's part of your product cost. You can build that into your into your cost. Uh, you might have to build a small display to put on in Bed Bath & Beyond. Let's say it's an oral product and you need a stand that it goes on. And, every, uh, and you're going to have to constantly replace the stand as it gets broken. That's something that you're going to want to build into your overall cost of your product. You might have to pull a display out. So when a, when a, a, a retailer gets your product, I'm all, adieu, adieu, adieu. when a retailer gets your product, they're going to want to pull one out of the box and, and put it on the shelf. Let me tell you, they're not going to pay for that, folks. That's you. You're paying for that. And so if you know up front that you have to have a display, you can build that into the cost of your product. So not to worry. There's some things that you can build into your cost, just not your utility bill, Okay. Not your lawyer's fees. I don't want to see cable in there. So once you have that, uh, and, and conversely, when we're talking about packaging, I want to make sure I'm clear. The money that you paid to get your packaging designed, the branding and the look and feel, that's not something that goes in there. That's a you know an expense that's cost of doing business. Okay, that's you know startup costs. That's not good. That doesn't go in. Uh, consumers aren't going to pay for that every single time they they pay for a product. So your retail. Manufacturer suggested retail, your landed raw cost, you now know how to get those two things. You build that in with your program costs, and now you're getting close to a final pricing strategy. On our next uh, episode that we talk about pricing, we're going to finish it off. We're going to tell you how do you get to your adjusted gross margin and, and what your margins numbers mean, and so that you can uh, have an entire pricing strategy. Like I've said before, if you don't want to go through all this, we have a great pricing model on our website, tlbconsulting.com. You can purchase it. It's a great spreadsheet. You just plug your numbers in and bam, it does it for you. So if that interests you, by all means, go to the website and uh, grab that. If you enjoyed the podcast today, if you've enjoyed the other podcast, please hit the subscribe button, share it on social media. Uh, we love it that you're coming along for the ride and we are dedicated to continuing to give you key information that's going to help you on your journey to get your product on retail. That's all we have for you on this episode. Definitely check back with us next week because we have a great interview with Ellen Rudy uh, talking about packaging and packaging design and, 
and how that all plays into uh, getting your product on the shelf and getting it to sell through. So you're not going to want to miss that. If you want to reach out to us, tlbconsulting.com is the website. At TLB Consult is our Twitter account and TLB Consulting on Facebook. If you have a question that's burning and really kind of standing in your way, shoot it off to us, fire it off to us, and we'll put a podcast around it and get it answered for you. But until then, we look forward to seeing your product on the shelf. Thank you.